It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hey, everybody, it's Ron Johnson, and this is the Ron Johnson Show on Locked On Sports Minnesota. It's a beautiful Wednesday. It did rain a little bit, but it's beautiful. Why? Because training camp starts today. But there's a lot of turmoil in the NFL. There's Zoom calls. There's private meetings. There's contracts that are getting signed, and other running backs are getting screwed over. How does Dalvin Cook get affected by Saquon Barkley? We'll talk about that next on the Ron Johnson Show. Locked On Sports Minnesota Podcast. It's endless Minnesota Vikings talk with the diverse voices of your local experts. Now the Ron Johnson Show. On the field, in the broadcast booth, Ron Johnson is Minnesota sports. He's played with them, hung out with them, and grown up with all the big names in Minnesota sports. They're hanging out with Ron Johnson. It's the Ron Johnson Show on the Locked On Sports Minnesota Podcast. And it starts now. Hey, everybody, it's Ron Johnson, and this is the Ron Johnson Show on Locked On Sports Minnesota. I want everybody to know this episode is sponsored by and brought to you by FanDuel Sportsbook, the official sportsbook of Locked On. Just visit fanduel.com backslash locked on to make every moment more football season. It's right around the corner, people. It's here. Training camp starts today. At least it's been here for a lot of people. We've seen Aaron Rodgers highlights. We've seen somebody. So if you want a good bet, bet on the Jets. Bet on the Jets. And then here's another one. Bet on the Vikings to win the NFC North. Why? Because you're going to get good odds. Because everybody's picking the Lions. So trust me, it'll be a great early $10 bet just to say the Vikings are going to win the NFC North or make the playoff. There's a lot of, lot of parlays that are going to pop up there. Check out Vegas. And then come back to FanDuel. And then see what you can put your money on. Trust me, $10 early in the season to pick the Super Bowl possible two teams. Hey, it's a great bet. But again, I'm Ron Johnson, and I'm going to bring my producer to the show, Sam Ekstrom. We got a we got a great show today, people. It's just going to be me and Sam hanging out. Why? Because training camp is today. We got a lot to talk about. There's the Vikings press conferences. Uh, Kirk Cousins hit the podium. The fact that Kirk Cousins knew. So that was my 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 uh my initial thought about Kirk Cousins not knowing Netflix was around. Kirk Cousins knew, but also Justin Fields declined. Um, mm-hmm. I think Russell was it who else declined? Somebody else declined. I think Russell Wilson or mm-hmm. I can't remember who they said. Was, oh, Aaron yeah. declined. Somebody else declined, though. It was Justin Fields, and there was one other person that declined. I can't remember who. Yeah, maybe it was Russell. I'll have to ch- double check that. But when you I think, think you're about right. Cousins knowing he said, I, I I like that he said in his press conference, and we'll talk about more of that, but I wanted to make sure it wasn't too obtrusive. I wanted to make sure people didn't know what was going on. Uh, so that's what I wonder. Kirk knew. So now the shirt coming off feels a little Netflix-ish. It feels like he was he was, he was, was caught up in stardom. He was caught up in Hollywood. He was caught up in trying to get an ESPY, an Emmy, maybe a Grammy, because we know he sings too. So Kirk Cousins was trying to get a full sweep, maybe an Oscar. But the shirt off, he was trying to be Magic Mike. Call him Magic Kirk. And as long as he's magic on the field, we don't care. But this show today, Sam, we're not talking about quarterbacks. We're not going to talk about the court. We're talking about the running back, Sam. And why? Because Saquon Nathaniel Barkley did not want to sign a $10.1 million guaranteed, guaranteed contract where he didn't have to show up for practices. He didn't show, have to show up for training camp because they tagged him. 
Saquon Barkley says, no, nah, I'm going to screw my team over. I can screw my coaches over, my team over. I can say F the fans, F my team. I want more money. Saquon Barkley signs for $11 million. $11 million, Sam. So point nine. No, $900,000 is a lot of dang old money. So let me, let me be mm-hmm. straight right here. For $900,000, I too can be your running back. Uh, so and i don't even need the 11 or the 10.1 just give me the 900,000 and i will be your running back 6'3 225 pounds of just coming downhill i can only probably get you five i have no breakaway speed left i can get you five yards though but saquon barkley signed for 11 million so a lot of people are saying this is the dumbest deal ever they're saying this is the weirdest situation ever now there are some incentives but I think they're only like one or two million dollar incentives. So let's just call it 13 million if he hits all of his incentives. I think RG3 tweeted this out. If, if Saquon Barkley hits every incentive, he's going to still make 29 million dollars less than his quarterback. His offensive tackle, I just saw that. I mean, you saw that today, Sam. The offensive tackle for the Giants, 117 million, five years. So Saquon Barkley sitting back, like, okay, you gave Daniel Jones big money, you gave our tackle, Thomas big money 117 over a hundred million dollars to your offensive lineman what about me i'm the guy like i make daniel jones look good i bring eight in the box so he's dealing with man coverage a lot of times are too high i'm the one that makes this offensive line look great because i'm hitting holes and i'm going outside like some of his runs are just him creating him finding a hole and getting through there with those gigantic legs of his but I, he can't get paid. We can pay the offensive lineman because he's got to protect Daniel Jones and his 42 passes a season. Like, I don't, I don't get that. But to bring it back to Minnesota fans, people, you guys know we're always going to bring it back to Minnesota fans. What does this do for Dalvin Cook? Like, we know there was a Zoom call. And, and, and there's a lot of jokes out there. Like, right after the Zoom call, they said Saquon Barkley was, like, on the phone with his agent. He's looking at the Zoom. He's on the phone with his agent. He's looking at the Zoom. And then he's like, all right, man, these guys have no plan. Let's go sign. Let's let's sign this <laughs> level because these running backs have no plan. It was a bunch of BS. It was a bunch of arguing and a bunch of self-serving standing on podiums. Give me my $11 million because I don't know. I cannot hang out with these guys anymore. And so Dalvin Cook said I was offered $7 million. Or not he said, sorry. Speculation that he was offered Boomer Siasen. Boomer Siasen said he was offered $7 million by the Minnesota Vikings. Clearly somebody told him that. And Dalvin Cook said no. So what is Dalvin Cook's value, Sam? I don't know. You tell me. If Saquon gets 11, then what do you think Dalvin should get? Yeah, if Saquon is 11, and would you agree, Ron, that Saquon, like on an open market, of of all the running backs that are kind of available here, he would have been the most valuable. Yeah, he's number one. Saquon's still pretty young, still pretty effective last year. Um, I think Dalvin's worth less than 11. Um, And I'm not sure he's going to get the seven that the Vikings offered him, to be honest. I mean, teams' caps are pretty figured out. Um, They could always bring in a younger, cheaper option if they wanted to, someone who's less talented but but cheaper. I think he's going to be lucky to get the seven Um, because I think that Barkley signing for 11, I think that is the the cap. I think everybody else trickles down from there. Um, So he's set the market now. I'm sure the the guys on that Zoom call, Ron, they're blowing up his phone. They're They're texting him saying, what? did you do um because he 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 wanted some money he caved he wanted to play and he wanted to get paid a nice sum of money and he did that um but what does it do for the future of the position i don't think it strengthens it in any way yeah they're pissed i mean and and to, to to your point sam when you look at cap space right now 
Um, very surprising the Bears still have a ton of money. Um, I just don't think Dalvin Cook fits there, but you never know. Dalvin Cook to the Bears with Justin Fields creates like an Eagles type of situation back there with a really good back, really good quarterback. Um, but maybe they're happy with what they got. They got $32 million, $32 million in cap space. So they have some money if they want to get Dalvin Cook on a one-year deal. I bring back the Jets because people keep saying that. $23 million for the Jets. They have money for Dalvin Cook for a one-year deal. Maybe they do say here seven or eight because I guarantee he would take seven or eight from the Jets versus seven or eight from the Vikings, and I don't know why. Uh, also, maybe to piss him off. Also, a chance to win the Super Bowl. We, we see Aaron Rodgers already with his weapons. Uh, Brees Hall coming off, an, uh, I think, an ACL. Um, you don't know what you're going to get. I mean, Adrian Peterson was a, was a unicorn coming off injury. Everybody doesn't have that bounce back, that snap back, as they call it. Everybody doesn't have that. Uh, Cowboys at 20 million. We know they lost Ezekiel Elliott. Tony Pollard didn't get a big deal because he said that. Like he didn't get the deal he wanted. So he's he's just out there. The Panthers, Adam Thielen's there, but I don't know if he wants to go there with Bryce Hall. That doesn't seem like a place to win right away. Uh the coach do have Anthony Richardson, but they also have uh what's his name from um Wisconsin? Uh best one of the other best running backs in the league. Oh, Jonathan Taylor. Jonathan yeah. Taylor. So they don't need a Dalvin Cook. The Lions just drafted, they have 19 million. The Bengals. Bengals, maybe. Bengals have $19 million in cap space, but they also still are looking at, like, Jamar Chase contract coming up, uh, figuring out can they keep T. Higgins and Jamar Chase because that's been a big rumor. Um, I would love to see T. Higgins with the Vikings. I said T. Higgins, the year they drafted uh, Joe Burrow, T. Higgins, and Tyler Johnson, I went on I went on national TV. I'll never forget. I did a national spot on TV. They called. They uh, did, you know, they zoomed into me, into my house. Uh, to talk about the draft and some other stuff and, and what I liked about the NFL. Uh, one of the big, 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 big four, I'll say that as one of the big four is a national spot. Uh, I guess I could say yeah, it was Fox News. Uh, so I went on Fox News and we did like a, a money spot. It was like a, you know, business type deal. I had been on Fox News before when I was out there in Fordham getting my NBA. So they called me back like, hey, can you do a draft special for us? And so my guys, so watch with T. Higgins and, uh, and uh, Joe Burrow. And it worked out. They ended up really being that good. I, I look back at the – because there was two other guys on the panel with me. I look back at who they picked. I'm like, yeah, y'all, you, y'all, don't, y'all don't watch football. Y'all know money. Y'all don't watch football. Yeah, I don't know who, I don't know wh- what y'all are thinking. But, yeah, Joe Burrow and uh, T. Higgins, killing it. And so maybe they're saving that money because they know they have to, to, to do that. You look at the base salary cap right now. It's $224 million. Uh, and then you move down to, like, the Browns, the Titans, uh, the Patriots, the Eagles. Um like the Eagles only have 13 million. I don't know if they want to spend eight to nine million on Dalvin Cook. Uh, we still keep talking about the Dolphins, but that didn't seem to really get any steam, but 13 million there. Uh, and then you got the Saints and Jimmy Graham. We'll talk about that, of course, coming up in the next segment. Who the Vikings possibly could bring in that didn't that sat out 2022, or you wouldn't consider a guy that's been around uh that, that would possibly get on again real quick. Uh, and then from there it just goes downhill. Like, I mean, the 49ers. Yeah, you could go there and be a Super Bowl guy with uh, Chris McCaffrey, but how much will you get? They only have $9 million, so they definitely are not going to offer you all of their cap. Um, and then, you know, like the Chiefs have $562,000. So, you know, it's, it's, it's feast or famine. The Vikings, fortunately, is saying for 2023, I don't know if you saw this. Have you seen what, they, what they've cleared since they've done all these deals and cut all these people? Uh, for this year, are they yeah. 17 or 18? Yeah, good job, yeah. Sam. Yeah, $18 million. So, I mean, at one point we were like, man, the Vikings have $1.1 million. 
They couldn't sign they Larry Johnson broke. and Grandmama. They were broke. <laughs> um, they've now cleared enough cap space. They're at 18 million. So I think that's part of it too. They're looking at their cap space. They're looking at Justin Jefferson's contract because Kevin O'Connell, and we'll talk about that in the third segment, but Kevin O'Connell, uh, numerous times that we're in conversations with Daniel Hunter. It's got to be about this. It's got to be about like, look, let's look at the cap. Let's look at what we can clear in 2024. Uh, because if you look at the Vikings cap space in 2024, Sam, now this is one I know you haven't maybe looked at, but 2024, you want to guess where they're at right now for cap space for 2024? Yeah, I'm going to guess uh, 35. Go up. 55. Yes. $54.1 million. So the Vikings have a lot of money for 2024 that they can use to sign. They're active cap spending for 2025 or 2024. Sorry, it's only $198 million. Um, so they have a lot of money. You know what's crazy? The Patriots. Do you know how much money the Patriots have for 2024? Like they have nothing on their books. Yeah. $107 million. Whew. So Bill Belichick, if he wants to go buy him a Super Bowl, he can get him a bunch of free agents in 2024 if he thinks Mac Jones is the guy. Uh, and then the Vikings for 2025, of course, because they don't have any long-term deals. We know this money is going to get eaten up by Justin Jefferson because they're going to sign him. 2025, the Vikings have $165 million. And they're saying the proposed base salary cap is going to be $282 million. And then they're saying by 2026, do you know what they're alleging uh, the base salary cap is going to be for teams? Got to be getting close to three hundred million at that point. Yep, three hundred and eight million dollars, which would give wow. the Vikings two hundred and seventy-two million. Now, again, this is speculation. These aren't official numbers because we know owners can change that. We know the CBA can come in and say, "Hey, this is what we what it should be." They can by twenty twenty-five, Sam. We might have a a seventy-man roster where they're like, "We're not doing fifty-three anymore. We're going to do seventy because of injury." Because look at the look at the whole quarterback thing now. You can have extra quarterbacks because of the because of the Forty Niners. Um, but looking at this, man, like when you, you you hit the nail on the head with the whole the money and Dalvin Cook, I just wonder, and I, I still truly believe, and I'm like the little kid from uh, Angels in the Outfield, I'm holding out hope that Dalvin Cook can come back. I'm holding out hope that Dalvin Cook and Kevin O'Connell will hug it out and say, let's go win us a Super Bowl. And it's going to be a storybook like movie where we can look back on this in 2035 and there's a Viking Super Bowl movie like Miracle on Ice and it starts off with Dalvin Cook walking in Kevin O'Connell's office and saying, look, I felt disrespected. I wanted big money. You guys didn't have it. I get it. Justin Jefferson, you got to pay him. There's been no Super Bowl champion with a top five running back. Let's go win us a Super Bowl. They can't take away what we were, Kevin. They can't take away what we were. I don't know if you know what movie that's from. They can't take away what we were. It was like five heartbeats. They can't take away what we were, JT. But you've never seen five heartbeats, have you, Sam? I don't, I don't have it. I do. What I do have for you, I have the crazy quote. When he was asked about a possible Dalvin Cook reunion, do you want it? Sure. All right. Uh, I don't know if I don't know if he's optimistic. Dalvin was a great player here for a long time. Right now, we're just going to focus on the guys that we have here in camp. We're here at the beginning of camp. I want to be excited about what we have here and maybe not speak about things like that. Obviously, everything is possible in this league, so I'll never close the door. But I'd really like to just focus on who we have here today. Yeah, I think he's just trying to be respectful of Alexander Madison. Like Alexander Madison is your RB1. And if it doesn't happen with Dalvin Cook, you don't want Alexander Madison looking in the media every day like Quasey wants Dalvin back. Oh, baby, come back. You can't find it on me. Uh, baby, come back. See, and that's also from the Transformers when uh Bumblebee, the Bumblebee movie, when uh do or no, yeah, first Transformers when uh Shia LaBeouf was trying to get Megan Fox. 
the car broke down. She went walking off, and then Bumblebee turned himself back on because, of course, he's a transformer. He doesn't need help getting his engine started. And then the song "Baby Come Back" starts playing. So anyway, yeah, I mean, I could see that song being played, you know, or or old school. I don't know. I forgot what movie it was, but dude that holds the uh, speaker over his head outside the girl's window, like maybe that's Quasi and Kevin O'Connor holding a speaker outside of Dalvin Cook's uh, condo like playing that song to come downstairs and be a part of our team because mm-hmm. we have something special. Also, if Dalvin Cook's still sitting out there week one, week two, that's when a lot of guys like him get signed when guys get hurt. So we we, we hate to say it. I mean, you look at all these injuries because even like they, they brought up the players that got hurt outside the Vikings facility. You look at players across the league now getting hurt because uh, it's inevitable. It, it sucks, but it's inevitable. So I know that's another part of Dalvin Cook too. He's just his agents maybe like, look, you're healthy. Uh, everybody, you like people are picking you up on fantasy. You're one of the top 100 NFL players in the league. You don't even have a team. Um, so somebody's going to pick you up, but let's just wait maybe and see if, you know, Brees Hall doesn't come back for the Jets. And the Jets are like, we need a running back to make this run. Uh, and then they go sign Dalvin Cook to $7, 8000000 million. Same with the Vikings offer, but it's the Jets, and they're, they're 4-0 at that point. Why not sign with the Jets? We know Tyler Conklin wants them. But you know what? We got to move on now because it's time to talk about former Vikings. Speaking of Dalvin Cook coming back, we're going to talk about other Vikings that we possibly want to see come back because Jimmy Graham is back with the Saints. Jimmy Graham, after sitting out all of 2022, I thought he was done with football, is back with the New Orleans Saints. And we do know they have a quarterback in Derek Carr, so maybe they're trying to get him an outlet, a true outlet, a true jump ball guy. We know Derek Carr loved Darren Waller, basketball guy, tall guy. High point, the ball guy. Jimmy Graham, maybe he's that guy. And he's only been out for a year. Like, it's not like he's been out for 10 years. I mean, he has a basketball body, so he looks in shape. So we'll talk about that next coming up on the Ron Johnson Show after a word from our sponsors. We are presented by FanDuel Sportsbook, where you can bet, like Ron said, NFL futures. You can also bet the present. You can bet baseball every single day at FanDuel. Twins, matinee, taking on Seattle. They blew it last night. Can they bounce back? Uh, they're favored with Joe Ryan on the mound, minus 142. Bet that line, all the money lines and the run lines for MLB at FanDuel. New customers have a great opportunity at free money. You get 10 times your initial bet back in bonus bets. So you bet 20, they give you 200. Or bet 10, they give you 100 for free, whether you win or lose. That's money in your bank that you can spend on FanDuel that FanDuel awards you. It's a great promotion. They've got them all the time at FanDuel. It's very easy to use. That sportsbook app or FanDuel.com slash locked on to get started. Claim those bonus bets and bet baseball. FanDuel is an official partner of Major League Baseball. This Locked On Podcast is brought to you by Home Chef. Now that the novelty of the new year has dwindled down, how are your resolutions coming? One of mine was to order less, take out, cook more at home. But I'll be honest, I haven't been consistent. That is until I found Home Chef. Home Chef provides fresh ingredients and chef-designed recipes conveniently delivered to your doorstep to simplify the cooking experience and without robbing you of the joy of putting a dish together yourself. I'm Pescatarian, and they cater to a variety of dietary needs. I had this super refreshing ginger sesame salmon, a beautiful trout dish, and a super comforting shrimp and vegetable orzo dish, all of which took me less than 30 minutes to put together. For a limited time right now, Home Chef is offering all of our listeners 18 free meals, plus free shipping on your first box, and Free dessert for life at homechef.com slash locked on. That's homechef.com slash locked on for 18 free meals and free dessert for life. Homechef.com slash locked on must be an active subscriber to receive free dessert. Well, now it's time to talk about 
Viking free. This is a fun one for us, Sam. I know you bought this up, so I, I did like the idea. Uh, Jimmy Graham signs with the New Orleans Saints. Hadn't been a Saint for a while. Had been out the league for a year. So, Sam, what was the question you came up with? Yeah, well, let's let's talk about former Vikings you'd like to see come back and maybe some Vikings that haven't been on the team in a long time. Jimmy Graham kind of came out of left field. Yeah. Are there any Vikings you'd like to bring back, maybe come back to the Minnesota Vikings that are still <laughs> – on the market or maybe Ron, they've just been gone for a long time out of the league. And Hey, you still want to bring him back. So there are some fun ones you could do. Like it'd be nice to have Adrian Peterson come back and maybe retire as a Viking, see what he has left in the tank. We see him out there boxing. Um, but you look at the current available free agents that could come back like right away. You got Dalvin cook, you got Kenny Willikis and you got Ola BC Johnson. Those are the guys that kind of considered out there right now for the Vikings. But if you want to look at the whole scope of like, let's get serious. There's a guy that I thought about, and I'm like, Byron Murphy Jr., he's in the slot. He's going to be your back-and-forth nickel guy. You got Josh Metellus doing some nickel. I feel like they don't have a true nickel. Like, that's what it kind of feels like. I don't know if Andrew Booth can do it. I don't know what he's about. I thought about Captain Munderland. I'm like, could Cap still get it going? But then I'm like, you know what? Who legit still works out? who just got done playing last year, maybe, but didn't really play, you know, kind of was bouncing around on team. Mackenzie Alexander. Like, I, I would like to see Mackenzie Alexander. Mackenzie Alexander, I remember a conversation with him. He's saying he's one of the he's going to be one of the top five nickel cornerbacks in the league when he finally figured out Mike Zimmer's defense, and he was. And then now with Brian Flores and his defense, I feel like, like, let's leave Byron Murphy out there. He can chase and go inside. But Mackenzie Alexander. I would like to see him come back and be a Minnesota Viking as far as this and, and and compete, compete for that nickel spot to be the third DB. Andrew Booth Jr. on one side, or sorry, um, Caleb Evans on one side, Byron Murphy Jr. on the other. You bring McKenzie Alexander in the slot. Andrew Booth Jr. can come in as your dime. Josh Metellus is your big nickel. I mean, I, I like that. McKenzie Alexander, I think, would be a nice veteran piece to that that defensive backfield. But I don't know. What do you who do you think? Yeah, yeah, I I see that. Um, what about Sheldon Richardson? Mm. Beef up that defensive t- line. Three tech. Eight. Not. Yeah, he came back for a second stint. We want him a third time. We want, we want addition number three of Sheldon Richardson in Minnesota. Um, because I think that defensive line could use some help from a veteran like that. Um, Ola B C Johnson would be like more so just a feel good story, right. because he's gotten hurt so many times. Uh, just hasn't been able to stay on the field. It was it two two ACLs now, Ron. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, that would that would be cool to bring him back. I'm not sure he would play. Um, boy, who who else? Here's who, another Stephen one. Stephen Weatherly, maybe a little edge help with uh, oh. Daniil Uncertain. Is Stephen Weatherly still a free agent? Yeah. Oh, he there might was be one retired actually. There was one that I I like, but I, I know he's not a free agent, quote unquote, because he did just resign. But I was hoping Cordell Patterson would come back. Like, yeah. you get rid of Dalvin Cook, you got a guy that can play receiver and running back, can be your kick returner. I mean, now that would kind of push uh, Kane Wang Wu out of there. But he could be your kick returner. He could be your running back, your wide receiver. You're getting three to four guys out of one guy. Talk about filling your roster. Mm-hmm. Cordell Patterson could fill a roster. So I, I, I always held out hope that Cordell I – mean, he's, he's, this is his year 11 for him. I just saw him post that going to the Falcons. I was kind of hoping he would come back because he still has a speed, still has a power. Uh, and I feel like 
Kevin O'Connell's offense compared to like other offenses he's been a part of with the Vikings, Kevin O'Connell is very innovative. I feel like Kevin O'Connell would use him up the yin-yang. He has speed, he has power, but he's not a true free agent. But that was another like hopeful one that I was like, man, who could who could help this offense out? And I'm like, it's Cordell Patterson. Is there one more you had out there? What about Eric Wilson, linebacker? Oh. What? Eric Wilson, I don't think he's in the league. Who was the one that like got kicked in the face by the punter in his was that Eric Wilson? And his visor was like bloody. Remember he like got kicked and his nose got like his visor hit his nose or something, his helmet hit his nose. Yeah, that's a good question. Eric Wilson, by the way, is on he's on the Packers roster now. Oh. I so I guess he's I wonder creative. if that was Eric Wilson that got kicked in the face. Like I remember somebody blocked a punt and then the helmet hit him in the face, and then they're like he he got the ball, and then the picture was like a bloody uh visor like his b- b- visor had like a blood splatter on it, it just looked yeah. like football painful I, think it, I feel like it was eric wilson i can't remember but sam you know what? we got to move on because this is the part where i love now we're going to get mm-hmm. to the daily three but it's a special daily three because we're going to talk about the training camp videos press conference wise that caught both of our eyes but i'm going to react to them and one of them i had i had a feeling you were going to do this one because as soon as i heard it i listened to the press conference this morning in the gym as soon as I heard this in the presser, I'm like, oh, yeah, we got to talk about this. So I'm looking forward to this coming up in the Daily 3 Camp Clips Edition with myself and Sam. But before we do that, SiriusXM is a proud partner with Locked On Sports Minnesota. Just remember, you can download the SXM app on any market, iTunes or Android. But when you search the app, just download and then search first Locked On Sports Minnesota. Hit subscribe and download. And then also you can search Twins. By searching Twins, you'll get every pitch of the Twins' hometown broadcast with the SXM app. And remember, the Twins take on the Seattle Mariners again tonight. But you know what? It's not a night game. It's an afternoon game. 12 p.m. Why? Because they're like, you know what, people? Go check out the Twins at 12 o'clock and then go to training camp at 2.15. Hopefully with this new pitch count and the games have been going a little bit faster. Wait, is the pitch count done, by the way? No. Are they still doing a pitch clock? No, they're still doing it. Okay. I was about yeah. to say, with the new pitch clock, the games have been faster. So you might be able to get out there. Or the game, they just might blow the doors off the Mariners, and it's done in an hour and a half, and you can get out there to training camp at 2.15 a day with the Minnesota Vikings. But how you do that, you search the SXM app. If you do go to the game and you leave, then you can just listen to it on the app while you're at training camp Ooh. and watch them Smart. hopefully hold on to the lead in the ninth inning. But again, I'm Ron Johnson at Sam Ekstrom. We're brought to you by SiriusXM, and now – it's time for the daily three. That's three questions, three minutes each. But it's going to be with clips. Take it away, Sam. Okay. Uh, let's begin. We're going to do the old screen share trick. Let's see. All right. You see the screen. There it is. We're going to play Kevin O'Connell's reaction to uh, Jordan Addison's incident last Thursday. Here we go. Okay. Yeah, we uh, both Quasi and myself have have, uh, have talked with him multiple times since. Uh, it was I, I was disappointed, uh, but it, it was a mistake, and, and I think he's uh, obviously owning that mistake and knows uh, that that's something that can't happen again. And uh, you know, Jordan has had a really good off season, uh, coming off of uh, the temporary setback he had in the spring. Uh, we asked him to do a lot this summer to be prepared and at his best when we got going. And, uh, this was a, a mistake that happened. He's a rookie, and 
Uh, you'd love to say that, uh, you know, no mistakes like that are ever going to happen. But the big thing for me talking to Jordan was let's learn from it. Let's make sure we're moving forward the right way. And I think he's got a good perspective on uh, owning it, uh, taking responsibility, but also moving forward the right way. What do you think? Yeah, I think he said everything that, you know, they, they put into his telestrator. Like that looks like a teleprompter answer no but i mean it's legit I, I will say jordan addison did make a mistake i'm glad kevin o'connell you know like he said like yeah we're not happy with this this is not okay uh but hopefully learn from it and that's the kind of same thing i was saying like it's not okay but hopefully this was like a god intervene moment like hey you're gonna make a mistake you can either keep making these mistakes or you can turn you like you can do the right thing um because like if this dog is sick maybe call some people Call the cops, call like a hospital, maybe have it like have somebody that can legally get you there fast. Um, I, you know, I don't know. Like, or who is the person who called you about your dog at three in the morning? We're not going to go into that too much, too much conspiracy speculation there with this dog. I'm not going to get into that. Uh, but when it comes to Kevin O'Connell, I think he said the right thing. It's like, look, we want this guy to be a big part of our offense because he went on and he talked about like through the whole draft process and all the stuff and, you know, how they loved him and how they loved his personality. So, you know, I think he's going to learn from this. So. Yeah, I, I think Kevin O'Connell is saying the right things. What you got next? All right. We've got another KOC clip uh, talking about Daniil Hunter's status on the Minnesota Vikings. There we go. And here we go. I just, um, I think through my dialogue with him, not only, you know, over the last few days, but throughout the offseason and really the last season, Daniil Hunter loves uh, the Minnesota Vikings. He loves his teammates. Uh, he feels really strongly, uh, you know, about Mike Smith as, as his position coach and what we're maybe trying to do defensively with Flo. Uh, but there is, you know, I'd be naive to not know that there's another part of that process, which uh, is the business side of things. And I'm 100% uh, understanding and, and, and know uh, that those things tend to play out. And, and, and my role in all this is to make sure from a football standpoint that we are ready to roll all of our players whenever they're capable, either coming off of an injury or uh, whatever the issue may be that keeps them from the field early on, uh, my role is to make sure that our football team's at their best when it's time to play the Bucks on the 10th. All right. Daniil Hunter, do you think that's uh, optimistic that he gets it done? Uh, so, th so for people that don't know, that question was asked at least 10 times, uh, <laughs> 10 different ways, and he got the same answer. We've had conversations. We're talking to Daniil. We're happy he's here. He's not going to practice probably in the first. But you know what? Even with the money, veterans don't tend to practice the first days anyway. Like, I think people forget that. It's like most of the veterans, they show up, they warm up, they do the walkthroughs, they go to the meetings, they come to the first practice, they do the warm up, they do a couple individuals, and then they sit out. One, getting their bodies back going. Two, we don't need to get you hurt in the first week because we know you're on this team. So I think there's been a different focus for veterans now a different thought process of how to make it to week one like that's the goal like not having any soft tissue injuries so i think for a guy like daniel like you said he said daniel showed up looking like daniel which means he looks like thor um and so like why why do that but yeah at the same time daniel knows like hey i, I possibly do want to uh, a restructure or want to figure out how do i get paid i only got a short window and I'm trying to maximize, like, I, you know, Kirk Cousins said that. I'm trying to maximize uh, what I can do in the time I have to do it. Uh, but Daniel Hunter did show up. I think that was the first step. Like, he's not going to act disgruntled. Uh, he is going to be there. He knows it's not about the team in him. It's about his agent versus 
owners and management. It's not the team and the coaches. So I think that's great for him to be there, be in the locker room, hang out with his teammates, eat lunch with them, uh, get that camaraderie together. So, no, I, I think he's doing a good job there. What you got next? Yeah, and you can subscribe and get these press conferences at Locked on Sports Minnesota, by the way. Just subscribe on YouTube. We got one more clip for you. Uh, it's Kurt Cousins, perhaps inspired by Patrick Mahomes in the Netflix documentary. He hired a bodywork guy who's going to yeah. help him stay fit, stay in shape. Here's what he said. Yeah, big one. I hired a, I, uh, hired a guy full time. So I just said, you know what, we had never done that. And I just felt like, you know what, I'm going to go all in. Tom had, you know, Alex Guerrero and I just felt there was a lot of merit in saying, hey, I got I got a small window here to maximize. And if I play one year more than I otherwise would have because I took it this seriously, then that's well worth it. So I uh, decided to go full time. And so that'll be, you know, every every free moment I'll be running home to get work. Um, and I think that's uh, time will tell. But I'm excited about not only the benefit of the health, but the peace of mind it gives me. Because I know I can just show up, turn my brain off, and he's going to handle it. And I think that's a, that's a big help. All right. He brought up Tom Brady and Alex Guerrero. That that mm -hmm. partnership was a little controversial because <laughs> Guerrero was a little over-involved, the Patriots yeah. thought. Uh, what do you think about Kirk's new arrangement? Yeah, I think, but he uh, also, he said, though, he said that before. He's like, he's not going to be in the facility. He's not going to yes. make it awkward. He's not going to be around. Uh, he said he is going to ask Kevin, like, if he knows he only has a short window of, like, hey, we're going to practice and we're going to get on the plane. Hey, is it okay if, if my guy comes and, like, uses the quarterback room and then he's going to do some body work on me in the quarterback room? Or, hey, we, we have a treatment room already for this. Can Can my guy be in there? Uh, because we're going straight from practice again to the plane because that, that happens they do walk through and then plane because Kirk said I'm going to run home as much as I can to get worked on uh, and so I think Kevin O'Connell knowing that this guy's not going to be like Alex Guerrero was like in the facility on the field had like a room like Antonio Bryant brought it up like he was he was charging other players to work like hey like you're Tom's guy can you work with me and he's like yeah and then he invoiced the players and the Patriots were giving him a little bit of money to be there too allegedly we don't know if that's true because that's what that's what uh uh, Antonio Brown saying, I don't think the Patriots were paying that guy. I think that's just Tom Brady with so much power to say he's going to be here doing my TV 12. If you guys want to be involved, you can do it. And you got to pay him too, because I'm paying him to be here so that you got to pay him. Uh, but I think, I think, uh, Kirk Cousins is right. Like if you've made over a hundred million dollars, throwing a hundred thousand dollars at something to maybe like get another $20 million. Like, that's mm -hmm. literally what an investment is called. Like, an investment is in yourself. So I'm glad, Curtis, I want to see the workout. Like, I want to see if he's doing, like, the, the Patrick Mahomes push sled and the rip turn and if he's, you know, get no awkward position, Kirk, and then push off this and get an awkward position to do this. Like, Kirk's going to throw an off-platform this year, sidearm throws, jump hey, throws. It's going to be all worth it. I just imagine Kirk Cousins walking in looking like Kirk now, and then when he walks out, he's going to look like when uh, Captain America first got the serum and uh, he came out and he was all big and swollen. and everybody's like, whoa, and then he grew two inches taller. Like, that that's going to be – well, in the movie, he grew, like, way more than that, like five or six inches taller. But that's going to be Kirk Cousins. Cat Kirk Cousins. But I'm glad he's he's doing that because he's like, look, if I can maximize one more year out of this guy, $100,000 is worth it because I'm going to make, let's call it $10, 15000000 million by hiring this guy. So I, I, I love it all. I think Kirk Cousins, too, this is going to help him stay healthy, uh, deal with those hits and all that stuff. So, But I'm Ron Johnson. That's Sam Ekstrom. We got a busy, busy week next week because we're going to have football to talk about. It's going to be a lot of football to talk about next week. I'm looking forward to that because I cannot wait to talk about some of these training camp stories. It starts today.
The players are on the field. The boys are back in town. We're going to see bombs. We're going to see comebacks, curls, digs. We're going to maybe even see a little tussle, a little tussle out there on the field, Sam, because tempers might flare, but I don't think they're putting on the pass today. I don't think it's going to get too serious. No fans involved, so just the media. So we'll give you our thoughts on it on the Friday roundtable of what we thought of training. And, and of course, my appearance on the uh, – the, the, um, Football oh, party on the football party. I will tell you guys what I thought about training camp. But again, I'm Ron Johnson at Sam X. Remember, like, subscribe, download, share. We are on YouTube, Amazon Fire, Roku, uh, iTunes, Spotify, iHermit, wherever you get your podcast. Please just download Locked On Sports Minnesota. You get the Ron Johnson show. But of course, on YouTube, subscribers are very important to us. For the everydayers, those that continue to listen, we thank you. We are so thankful for your continued support of Locked On Sports Minnesota and the Ron Johnson show. And we look forward to this season because it's going to be a fun one. I want you guys to have a great day and enjoy the sunshine. It was raining in Minnesota, but the sun is out. Enjoy it and have a good one. Prime members, you can listen to this Locked On podcast ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today.